Good evening. It's 8 o'clock. It's Sunday, March the 18th. This is show number 69. <laughs> Here we go. Alright, alright, good evening. Good evening, good evening from Miami. <laughs> Sunny, warm Miami. What's going on, everyone? This is uh, your host, Gummo. I am your host, Gummo. This is the show, uh, Transmits. You know what we do here, don't you? It's good to be back. It's been a. Uh, been 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 a couple weeks yeah so uh just wanted to swing in stop by get this thing uh you know spun up here <laughs> got so much to catch up on uh you know i was uh resting for the past few weeks and also working uh the past few weeks in in chicago and uh just thought i'd i would hop down here and grab some some salty, warm, humid, sunny air really helps my recovery. You know, uh, you know, the whole back thing, spine thing that I had to deal with. Getting better. Uh, was at HQ for the past two weeks. Getting back up to speed on things. Shaking some hands. Thanking some people. What a great bunch of people uh, I spend my days with. Uh, and so, what's going on with you? What what, what have you been up to in this crazy, <laughs> these crazy times? Hopefully, uh, things have been well for you 
in yours. As I said, I've been getting a lot of rest on my end. Working mostly, uh, feeling good about getting back. You know, it, after you deal with something that traumatic for 11, 12 months, you know, just doing the simple things and rediscovering the simple things uh, about, uh, you know, your life and what you were missing due to an injury that you didn't even know you had, uh, you know, kind of kind of puts resets a lot of perspectives. And so that's where I was at. Proving myself, I suppose. Uh, <laughs> you know, I've been on a project recently, uh, and it's it's been it's been an interesting project, uh, and, and I'm I'm really happy to have uh, been selected to uh, assist in it. And uh, it's it's coming to actually, there is light at the end of the tunnel with it, and. Uh, I was I actually started the project when I was uh, not feeling so well and now uh, I'm over that and through all of that and, and now I'm on this side of the project as it's uh, starting to near completion and testing and uh, I feel good about it I really do I feel uh, I feel like I really worked hard the past uh, two weeks and uh, was able to produce some great results. Uh, so feeling good about it. And as I said, I, I, uh, <laughs> I just had to get out of uh, Chicago for the weekend and, and get some warm air. I was actually going to do some freshwater fishing. But uh, I, I was overruled and <laughs> advised to uh, continue resting. And so that's what I'm doing. You know, little little things you know like taping some wires and stuff you know i just can't sit around any longer uh so i'm gonna head back to the uh, city tomorrow morning uh get back to hq uh get back on this project that i'm uh, actually eager to see how it uh comes out Uh, checking, you know, checking the weather everywhere else. Uh, it's it's quite terrifying. And in, in Europe and Moscow today actually are the elections in uh, the Russian Federation. We all know who's going to win that, don't we? <laughs> Lord. Speaking of which, Britain just um, had twenty three of their diplomats expelled because uh from moscow and and russia had 23 of their diplomats expelled a week before that and then a week before that uh an an ex agent kgb fsb guy uh who was convicted tried whatever uh he was uh, more or less uh, targeted for assassination. And so it, uh, uh, from what the news media outlets say that it was actually an unsuccessful attempt. Uh, and it was some sort of exotic poison, of course, that was easily, easily traceable. But, you know, and everybody's like, Russia developed this, blah, blah, blah. But 
you know, I'm not, I'm not trying to jump on a side here or anything like that, but, bef you know, it's just because someone developed a chemical doesn't mean that it came from there. So maybe someone developed it to sort of make Russia look like they did it. Uh, but it looks, you know, it, it's these days, Russia, uh, you know, seems to be the bad guy, this, that, and the other. And, you know, I, I don't know. It, uh, at that point, it starts getting political and, uh, you, you know, we're going to, we're going to stay away from that. Uh, and, and so, yeah, uh, speaking of which, you know, before I wanted to get away from the whole Russia thing. Uh, the fine folks over at U.S. CERT finds that uh, Russia, uh, Russian hackers actually spent some time uh, in the United States power grid. Uh, the U.S. CERT report said that once the hackers gained access, the Russian government cyber actors conducted network reconnaissance, moved literally, and collected information pertaining to industrial control, control systems. Uh, the report includes a step-by-step -step description of the hackers' activities, including the specific methods, the specific IP addresses of the servers and repositories, and complete indicators of the compromise. Uh, and in one-sided example, uh, a member of the target organization's staff was pictured at work on the company's human resources page. A closer look at the background of the photo revealed information on the industrial control system in use as well as an image of, of a computer screen that revealed the specific control software in use, including its revision level, yada, yada, yada. So, uh, one is inside the uh, system, the hackers were able to set up a staging area for the attack uh, on the uh, target. And it was quite uh, audacious actually, because uh, the hackers were able to create repositories, fake accounts, along with uh, almost real-time surveillance. Uh, the information was then uh, sent to remote servers uh, via SMB. Uh, you know, and a lot of lot of uh, infrastructures, uh, IC control systems are really outdated. No one really ha has any idea how to patch these systems. And then you get into uh, more, you know, you know, immediate fixes for uh, other entities such as blocking SMB protocols and TCP ports and UDP ports and this port, that port, your port, my port. And, uh, you know, it, it, you know, that's all good and well, but today everything is connected. Everybody, you know, people are more interested in looking at their smartphone than they are actually fixing the problem. And even if they do, it's probably some sysadmin that really, <laughs> yeah, he or she will fix it, but then there's no follow-up. There's no uh, continued monitoring, uh, you know, for a couple, you know, maybe a year or so it'll be okay. And then, uh, standards will begin to, uh, deteriorate right? 
And of course, on the 15th, uh, the current administration in Washington accused Russia of uh, actually uh, compromising the U.S. U.S. energy grid and other critical infrastructure. And that was quite interesting. Uh, the Department of Homeland Security and the FBI re released a joint technical alert stating hackers penetrated government entities and organizations in the energy, nuclear, commercial facilities, water, aviation, and critical manufacturing sectors. Uh, DHS went on to further say that the uh, FBI, uh, DHS went on to say, along with the FBI, uh, they went on to say that's actually... Um, the activity uh, was a multi-stage intrusion campaign by the Russian government, uh, mainly targeting small to medium-sized facilities where they uh, were able to stage malware, conduct spear phishing attacks, etc. And it's also reported that they were uh, targeted as... Uh, as late as and early as however you wish to look at it uh, March 2016 yeah you know that's going on every day in companies your company your home network etc uh, you know I, it, it, are, it, it's it shouldn't be shocking I don't know. <laughs> wow. Uh, you know, th this, this, the, the, you know, people have been, uh, you know, it, these facilities, these uh, energy sectors have been warned for years. And it's actually, it's actually something not to make light of uh, because, you know, it's uh, critical, you know, you know, that's, that's critically important that the electricity is on. <laughs> so you have all of the, you have all of these IDS systems, you have all of these, you have teams, you have red teams, blue teams, you have all of this uh, silliness going on and uh, something, is, something as simple as a power uh, facility or water, any type of, uh, you know, infrastructure facility for that matter, uh, in, in some small town in uh, Indiana. It's, you know, you know, right? Uh, you know, and then you know, you you put all of this big metal in in cages, and then you you, know, you have a couple people, you know, looking serious and setting setting it all up and connecting your shit to it, and and you know, again, that's that's not effective uh, unless uh, unless you are actively, uh, you, you know, uh, looking for uh, unusual activity on your network and. so on and so forth so what would you do i mean uh, back in the day uh back in way back in the day we would set up uh honeypots on a system 
and uh, of course uh, if you if you're not sure what a honeypot is a honeypot is actually a computer that is set up or yeah you know, for the most part a computer that is set up to attract and log a hack attempt that way instead of you looking for the hacker the hacker comes to you or the bad guy rather <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying <laughs> And so um, a honeypot is actually an old idea, but a great idea. And if uh, you're not running one, why not? That way you take the fight to the fight, right? I don't know. Just uh, an idea. Simply an idea. <laughs> Uh, there, there are tools and, you know, you, there are many ways to actually catch the people inside of your system. Their tools, their methods, as I just uh, introduced you to, whether or not you knew about a honeypot or not. Honeypots are extremely effective. I, I, you know, you, you can, you, as I said, you can learn all you want. You can get certified in this and certified in that and... You could be uh, the next uh, TED Talk lecturer or whatever. That's great. And, and I wish you the best. But if you are tasked with protecting something, then that's your duty. And then that's what you should be uh, well-versed at doing. And so there are many tools out there. There's free this and open source that and whatever. But uh, one thing that I ran across actually uh, that would have helped prevent a, a lot of those situations from not even happening uh, is a now listen this is no sort of advertisement I'm just telling you what helps right so if you go to a website uh, https dot or whatever uh, canary c-a-n-a-r-y dot t-o-o-l-s canary dot tools uh, you will actually be able to um set up some honeypots on your system and um, so before I tell you what you can do with them uh, these things are really cool uh, and so instead of building a honeypot with a computer and uh, setting up valuable time and actually risking the security of your network and um, by setting up a honeypot a lot of a lot of people get a little uh, weirded out when you set up a honeypot on their network sysadmins and so forth and so uh it, you know that's why a lot of people don't manage and run honeypots on networks unless you're you are a bank and you've got them next to your edge routers uh so basically cana uh, canaries are uh, hopefully you're looking at them but uh, these little devices are called canaries they are about the size of an ipod touch and uh, you attach them to your system and they are actually quite unique in the fact that they are honeypots and you can identify that your canaries to uh, to your network as anything set up triggers and alerts and yada 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 and it will actually notify you just set it and forget it it takes a few minutes to drop one on your network and then you just put them on your network like five of them and then you just leave them alone and then you wait uh 
you wait for you you wait to see who's poking around your network when you're not around and i think you will be a little bit surprised to see what's actually going on check it out canary.tools if you own a business if you are running a business if you are a sysadmin network admin some kind of admin important shot caller person kind of person you should check it out it's just another tool to help you in your quest to become the ultimate um black coat black black tie hat person thing uh, and so uh, I actually found them quite useful uh, and um, yeah check that shit out they are really cool they uh, they're, they're, they're kind of getting aggressive with uh, sending samples out to people so if you are um, you know if, if you are a big person at a big company maybe you can give them a talk a call tell them I sent you right say hey I heard I heard this shit on uh on transmit and uh yeah. Why don't you guys give uh Gummo a few free couple units? <laughs> no, for real though. Uh just just head head to the website, check it out, and uh you know, if if, if they work for you, if it's something that that it's for you, it may actually help you sleep at night. Canary.tools, C-A-N-A-R-Y dot T-O-O-L-S. Uber cool, uber cool stuff. Uh, and again, you know, that's, uh, you know, the, the whole um, Russian hacker thing in our uh, nuclear power plants is, isn't really anything to be taken lightly. But this is everyday. This is everyday th stuff, folks. This isn't something new, uh, and and it's just uh, now there there are more people able to identify what actually is going on, and so that's the reason why you see you know these type of uh, news reports. It happens every day, every day. <laughs> every day there's a leak. There's there's a breach. There's uh, there's there's something right. There's something that makes the headlines, but. When it comes to uh, you know critical infrastructure, I think those are one of the things to pay attention to rather than the uh, reality show going on in the uh, in in the Washington area. So uh, you know, be careful with BitTorrent. Again, folks, uh, um, another data breach, and another day, another data breach. Did I say be careful with BitTorrent? What on God's earth? I don't know. What the hell? Uh, coming up. Coming up soon. trying to pull it up give me a second here uh so uh on the tail end of that great news uh the cyber threat intelligence and incident response conference uh is coming up march 27th and the 28th in kuala lumpur 
That's in Malaysia, by the way. Uh, and you, you can check out their uh, website at in, uh, infosec-conference.com or just head to our website, hackers.xxx. Go to the events page and check out uh, the information for the conference coming up. Uh, and we are there. There, <laughs> oddly enough, let's see. You know, I'm really slow these days with my laptop. I don't know why. Maybe it's all the stickers I have on it. Who knows? Uh, Cybertech Asia 2018 is coming up also. Uh, and you can see their conference page at asia.cybertechconference.com. Asia uh, and again, uh, you can attend this. It's in, uh, it's somewhere, right? It's in Singapore. And last but not least, what is this? The Cybersecurity for Energy and U Utilities Conference. Let's see if I can find this. Okay, I think I found the right uh, website. It, uh, it is. I loaded it. I'm such a genius with a web browser. Uh, if you go to cybersecurityme.iqpc.ae, uh, you will find uh, information on the cybersecurity for energy and utilities. There may be a few people from the United States that should attend this uh, particular conference. <laughs> Insert smart ass there. Uh, March 27th through the 29th uh, at the Dustin whatever hotel in Abu Dhabi. I'm sure some uh, real, you know, I'm sure some security person will be taking selfies and posting them on Twitter from the conference. Check that out. Lots of resources right there on our uh, website at hackers.xxx. <laughs> oh, and there's uh, there's another one. There's uh, let's see. By the time I come back to uh, the next edition for show seventy, and we're doing that in Chicago, and we're doing that from Union Station, by the way. Uh, it's B sides uh, in uh, Saudi Arabia. That's March the 31st. Uh, 
And then you have a couple things coming up and a couple things coming up and some more shit coming up. Uh, and again, as I said, I will be at the uh, Hackers on Planet Earth conference starting this summer. This July 20th through the 22nd in New York at the Hotel Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania, six, five, uh, I'll be there. Crash will be there. Checking that shit out. Hopefully I'll be able to uh, meet, catch up with a lot of old friends there. That's where I usually do all of my meeting and greeting is at the Hope Conference every two years because I really don't have the patience to walk around to each and every, you know, or go to every conference and see the same people. Uh, and so uh, hopefully I'll see you there in New York this summer. Mark it down. Set a say. Uh, set a reminder. Uh, okay, Google. Set a reminder for the Hope Conference, July twenty seventh, or July twentieth through the twenty second. July the 23rd. First thing in the morning. There we have it. So uh, you should set it up with your, your voice assistant as well and see what you can do. Uh, again, and, uh, you know, for a better lack of uh, anything, I, I've, I've just been rather busy, so I haven't really had time to sit around and uh, fuddle my duds on Twitter. You know, it, it gets it's, it gets real stressful. You know, I, I got rid of the... Um, I got rid of the smartphone because, you know, I got tired of being ting-ding-donged and pinged and you know notified this and blur bleep blop you know ding all of that crazy shit that comes from a smartphone uh you know that's not for me <laughs> it's really not for me it's it's so fucked up seeing people uh yeah they get it they get a message they look at their phone they put it down you know it's like <laughs> I think we are actually losing the art of um, reality here with all of these smart devices. You know, it's easy to talk to someone. It really is. And you would be amazed at, at how well welcomed and received uh, your conversation would be with someone. It's not hard. It's really not hard uh, to, you know, to just put put a device down, put your computer down, your laptop down, stop looking at things, stop checking. <laughs> Can you do that? I bet you, I bet you could not do that for a whole week. Not look at look, look at a smart device. Can you? Can you? Can, do you have that willpower to not look at a smart device? Speaking of which, you know, I carry an iPod Touch. Yeah, it, you can hack it if you want. Uh, it's, yeah, I, I don't encourage it. I ple actually don't. It, but uh, it's, you know, I use it for my e-ticket for the uh, Metro train. And so, 
uh, you know, once in a while, I will, you know, turn it turn the Wi-Fi on and update uh, all of the apps because usually when I turn the Wi-Fi on the device, it needs every app always needs updating, and then I have to go through the software update and then install that. And then after I install the uh, the software update, I have to reinstall the updates from the software update. So all of those up apps that updated now need re-updating. And it's frustrating, it really is. But uh, nevertheless, I use my iPod Touch for my uh, e-Metra ticket uh, thing uh, when I ride the Metra. And I've been doing that a lot for the past uh, several weeks. And when I was on the Metro Friday heading to the airport, <laughs> yeah, heading to the airport, uh, you know, I, um, I I activated the ticket and uh, left HQ, walk, uh, got to the train, jumped on the train and... I opened up my iPod and it's like, hey, you need an internet connection. And it would not show the conductor the ticket. So I had to explain. <laughs> this isn't the first time that's happened, but I had to explain to the conductor, uh, you know, like, listen, man, you know, uh, I don't have internet. And, you know, sometimes your app funkifies out and this is what it shows. And so uh, he was a new he was he was a new conductor, which had never seen me on that particular train. So. Usually, I know all of the conductors on all of the trains, and so uh, fortunately, uh, Brian, the conductor, uh, was at the back of the train was uh, on duty, and so I walked to the back of the train, and I'm like, "Hey, you know," blah, blah. and it was just this long, whole, drawn out thing, you know, because uh, if a conductor suspects you of trying to cheat a fare, yeah, they'll you know, go along with me, but uh, so I had to go through that. I had to endure that. I knew I couldn't make a clean break out of the city. Uh, one more thing. Uh, the, the, and there's, there's a lot of things. Uh, so as I was en route to the warm confines of where I'm at now, uh, I was on um, the BBC's website and... Um, one of the stories that caught my interest quite well was a startup that claims that one day it will allow people to back their brains up. The company Nectome has said that one day it will, you, it will be capable of scanning your brain and preserving it. Perhaps running a deceased person's mind as a computer simulation. Uh, however, unfortunately, that the current process requires a fresh brain. Uh, and the CEO says that the product is 100% fatal. And what's, inter <laughs> what's interesting is the company is backed by uh, Y Combinator, an organization that picks a group of new companies each year to fund and mentor, you know, basically incubate. Uh, according to the company's website, Nectome claims to be, <laughs> claims that one day uh, it will be possible to survey the brain's uh, connectome. It's kind of strange, isn't it? Isn't that strange? It's like some... So if you go to nectome.com... You'll be greeted with this white, clean uh, text that says, "We are built. We're building the next generation of tools to preserve the connect home." 
Uh, their ultimate ambition is to keep your memories intact for the future. Absolutely crazy shit. Far out. Too much for me. And no, I won't back my brain up. I don't think there's really a need to. I really don't think there's that much there left to back up. Uh, you know, and I'm not quite sure that would take a demonstration <laughs> so well from some shit like that. But nevertheless, that made that caught my eye. Quite weird. Put some more stickers on my laptop last week. I uh, laid my schedule out. I'll be at, uh, at the CCC in December. I'll be in LA this August. So I hope to see uh, my buddy Young Tez. I plan to go to Chongqing, China in October. And of course, I'll kick it all off in July at the Hope Conference. I'd love to see you at Hope. Hopefully you are able to attend. It's in the middle of New York. You get on a train and you go to Penn Station. You get off the train. You come up. You go over to the hotel. I'm there. I'll be there. And I really hope to see you there. I really hope to meet some of you. Uh, some of you listeners. And, uh, you know, hey, we could hang out. We could grab, uh, you know, a uh, frozen lime juice. Grab a slice of pizza, whatever. Shoot the breeze. I'll be there. And hopefully I can see you, meet you. If you wish to meet me, yeah, I'll be there. I'll keep pushing that, right? <laughs> I don't know. I think that's it. Uh, I'm on Twitter, twitter.com forward slash gummo g-u-m-m-o dot x-x-x uh and uh other th oh one more thing uh so everybody knows who chelsea manning is chelsea manning is the whole story behind that everybody knows the story behind wikileaks uh julian assange still hold up in one room uh, and uh, the, the, one of the key players in the whole uh, partaking of that relationship was uh, he used to be known as the homeless hacker back, uh, back in the day, back in the 90s, early 2000s. He was known as the homeless hacker. His name was Adrian Lamo, and uh, he passed away uh, this past week, and it, it was really big news all over the place. He was he was famous for uh, hacking into uh, institutions and and uh, you know that particular situation. But nevertheless, uh, sending our condolences to Adrian's family. You know whatever beef you have with someone during life, that's one thing. But after someone passes on, that's that's a whole different thing. And uh, there should be respect given from top to bottom, no matter who you are. Uh, no matter what that person did, I mean, you know, obviously, you know, it was really fucked up, you know, but, uh, I, you know, when someone passes, I think, I think that kind of, uh, wipes the slate clean. And so, uh, that's why we are sending our condolences and whatever beef you had you, you, with Adrian, you know, uh, I remember when he was at Hope in 2010, 
Uh, he was not well received, but uh, you know, I was I was in the room. I, I was there when he was on the panel, and yeah, uh, he 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 got cinder blocked. But uh, you know, that's that's just how it goes. And uh, nevertheless, uh, so. Um, so yeah, so we're, we are uh, on Twitter. I am on Twitter. Uh, me, your host, Gummo. That's me. Uh, uh, Twitter.com forward slash Gummo XXX. Uh, I'm going to try to wind this up because I, I want to I actually get one of those wine coolers and uh, go for another walk before I have to jump on a plane and get back to a cool, windy city. I love Chicago, though. I love the people that I work with. They're great people. And uh, I'm looking forward to another solid two weeks uh get this thing out of my way and uh feel even better only popping a few advils here and there it's nothing big nothing special and uh and feeling better by the day actually and uh this little warm-up really helps me out a lot and thank you again to everybody that uh surrounds me i'm truly grateful and uh forever in your debt for your friendship and kindness love and support thank you uh, and so uh, that's I think that's going to wrap it up, guys. Uh, you know, please feel free to go to the website. You know where it is. You know how to. If you're listening to this, you know how to get a hold of uh, uh, me. Something's uh, bothering you, whatever. You know, you, you have a bitch to say or whatever. You know, or bitch or a gripe to say. Get it off your chest, whatever. You know, get it off your chest. If you have any ideas, whatever, uh, get that off your chest too. Uh, be creative. Help somebody. Use your skills for something good. And smile at somebody. Try this week to smile at somebody and see how you good good you feel. You know, a lot of us, a lot of a lot of us hackers are sort of introverts. You know, a hard time looking at somebody in the eye. But if you look at someone in the eye and you actually say hello and smile, try that. Not only is it are you going to to smile, you actually may make someone else smile, and and who knows. Maybe that chance, hello, or smile created something uh, special that lasts a lifetime. You never know. <laughs> you never know until you try. And that, kids, I'm out of here. Uh, heading back to Chicago in the morning. Going to walk the beach. Going to get some sleep. And ah! Thank you for listening. Uh, and feeling better. And uh, hopefully you are too. Spring is on. Uh, starts Tuesday. And so we should all feel good about that, right? And this is the 69th show. I'm not going to spend too much time on that because we're going to do the 70th show from Union Station in two weeks. So plan on that. If you want, if you are in Chicago and you're fucking around or whatever, we'll put more details out there if we get enough re replies. Otherwise, we're just going to sit on a bench and uh, set up the mics. Until then, take care of yourself. I love you. Thank you for listening to this show. Really, seriously, thank you. Uh, hopefully, you get some kind of shit out of this. Hopefully. If not, oh well. Have a, have a good uh, two weeks, and you can come back for the 70th show. Until then, take care of yourself. I'll talk to you later. Bye. Maybe when you broke my heart That I had to call my name I ain't sure you that I'd win Your love of mine All those times I said that I love you Your love of mine Yes I tried, yes I tried Your love of mine Even though you know I'd die for you Your love of mine
Turn on me, you're lying. 